You're listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 144. Want to build your audition book? Now you can. And in this episode, we're going to talk all about it. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? My name is Maggie Berra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get on to the show. What up? It's Maggie, and I'm so glad you are joining me for this episode today on the Actor Aesthetic Podcast because it is one of the biggest topics that I nerd about, and it's all about how to build your audition book. Okay, so if you are unfamiliar with the term, Basically, an audition book is just the binder of music that you bring with you to musical theater auditions. Sometimes when you go to an audition, you will be asked to sing something from your book. And this is what it means. You literally bring in a binder of sheet music of various songs in your repertoire, various songs from Broadway shows, from pop stars, whatever, that you do really well. And sometimes a casting director or creative team will ask you to sing something from it. Other times when you go to a musical theater audition, they'll ask you to perform or prepare something from the actual show you are auditioning for. In which case, they'll often send you the sides or they'll send you the sheet music from the show and you won't have to actually prepare anything in your audition book. However, even in that case, it's really important to still bring your audition book with you. Why? Well, because more often than not, The people behind the table, the creative team or the casting director, whoever is auditioning you might ask you to sing something else from your book after you've done what they've asked you to do. So if you are planning on pursuing this professionally or even if you are just going to auditions regularly, whether that's community theater, regional productions, Broadway, college auditions, whatever, you will need an audition book, point blank, you will. And if you don't, you might be setting yourself up in a difficult situation. Why would you want to do that to yourself? I mean, it's really, really easy to create an audition book with music that serves you well. It just takes a little bit of time and effort and patience. So today, what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to break down the different types of songs and genres that you will need in your audition book today. Now, this has changed drastically over the years because just about 10, 15 years ago, all you needed in your audition book was a couple of golden age songs, which we'll talk about in a moment, and a couple of contemporary songs, which we'll talk about in a moment. But now we need something drastically different. (laughs) 
<laughs> and we'll talk about all of it. So let's start from the very beginning. Yes, a very good place to start. And before we dive into the genres, I just want to talk very briefly about what it means to actually have a physical audition book in your hand. So let me go check to see what the dimensions of my binder are. I'm pretty sure I have a white three ring binder. It's probably like two inch and it holds all of my sheet music in sheet protectors. There are varying opinions on whether or not people who accompany you in the room like sheet protectors because sometimes they can glare and they can uh, be difficult to read in the audition room if there's like really poor lighting. However, what I will say is that the standard in New York City at professional auditions, and this is just from a couple of years in the professional circuit, is that most folks use sheet protectors. And so they'll put their music front to back in a sheet protector, which makes it super easy for the accompanist to read your music and sift through it very quickly, especially if it's on the more difficult side. Sometimes if that's not you, if you don't love having your music in sheet protectors or you feel you might have a better option, Another way you can do this is you can simply hole punch your music. And so you can just have your music front to back um, hole punched. That's fine. Sometimes, though, I will say it gets stuck in the binder in the rings when a pianist is like quickly flipping through your music. So honestly, I would just make it as easy as possible and put it in sheet protectors. Again, varying opinions, but this is what I have seen works for me from several years of experience auditioning in New York City and performing in New York City. So use your better judgment here, but that's what I would suggest. Now, when it comes to actually building your audition book, let's talk about the different kinds of genres that you want to have in your book that will cover all of your bases, no matter what kind of audition you're actually attending. The first one I would suggest you have is a couple of golden age musical theater pieces. Now, what do I mean by golden age? Well, you'll hear me refer back and forth between golden age and traditional but when I say golden age, I mean musical theater songs that were written somewhere between the 1940s and the late 1960s. I would say anything after like Hair, the musical Hair, which came out in like 1969, anything after that is considered very different <laughs> than golden age. So I'm talking Adler and Ross, Bach and Harnick, Cole Porter, Comden and Green, Frank Lesser, Jerry Herman, Jewel Stein, Lerner and Lowe, Meredith Wilson, Leonard Bernstein, Kander and Ebb, Rogers and Hammerstein, obviously. The list goes on and on. And if you recognize any of those names, congratulations. I'm a huge fan of you. If you don't recognize any of those names, I really highly suggest you check out my Build Your Musical Theater audition book course. It was the very first course I ever made online through Actor Aesthetic, and it still holds true as one of my favorite courses I've ever created. And it's because it gives you all of the basics of what it means to build an audition book and what kind of songs you need in your audition books. And I'm talking like down to the genres, the way that you can cut your music, the way that you can format things, how you can build your table of contents, blah, blah, blah. It's jam-packed with information that you need to know if you want to pursue this professionally. 
So please, if you are interested, head on over to actoraesthetic.com slash book to check out the course now. Okay, back to the show. So you got all those famous writers, but what are some golden age or traditional musical theater shows? You've probably heard of the classics from Rodgers and Hammerstein like Cinderella, The Sound of Music, South Pacific, Oklahoma, Carousel. You probably know the classics like Fiddler on the Roof, Guys and Dolls, Hello Dolly. But there are also some lesser known shows these days that you could absolutely look into like The Most Happy Fella, Allegro, Fiorello, Call Me Madam, Pal Joey, Mame, Me and Juliet. There's a ton of musical theater out there to be discovered by you. So as long as you have a couple of songs, and honestly, I would say two to three songs in the golden age style of Broadway, songs that fall somewhere between the 1940s and the 1960s, you are, dare I say, golden. And so in each genre, I would suggest having an up-tempo song, meaning a song that hits a little bit faster, and then a ballad, something that is more moving, but still drives, still has energy, Um, Something that serves you really well in the audition room that's a little bit slower. And of course, if you have a beautiful, legit soprano, show that off. If you have an incredible belt, show that off. If you have a lovely falsetto, find songs that serve you well. And if you are a brooding baritone, do the same. The next genre you need to have in your book is contemporary musical theater. So this is where it gets a little bit tricky because many historians argue over the exact time frame for contemporary musical theater. What I will say is that a good rule of thumb is to choose a song that was written somewhere after the 1980s. Anything earlier than that, you're going to be running the risk of the song sounding too traditional for the type of show you're auditioning for. So some popular contemporary musical theater composers and lyricists now, and I do hope that we continue to amplify and have more writers of different backgrounds and cultures and ethnicities and genders. But the ones that I can think of off the top of my head that had Broadway shows in the past couple of years are Pasek and Paul, Aarons and Flaherty, Alan Menken, the king of Disney, Andrew Lippa, Janine Tesori, who you know from Fun Home and Shrek, Kit and Yorkie, Lawrence O'Keefe, Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, Nell Benjamin, Jonathan Larson, King of Rent, <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda, obviously, Jason Robert Brown, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Frank Wildhorn, Maury Yeston, Stephen Schwartz. I could go on and on and on. A contemporary show, again, is a show that's been written in the past 30-ish years. And so if it wasn't a revival and it came to Broadway, chances are in the past few years, it's a contemporary show. And I'm talking Dear Evan Hansen, Hamilton, Town, Anastasia, Beetlejuice, Be More Chill, Legally Blonde, Heathers, Mean Girls, where most of the golden age world can sound similar in style contemporary musical theater is when style started to blossom and you got lots of different kinds of contemporary musicals for example the producers which was like a super big musical theater broadway spectacular sounds really different than like 
Hamilton, which was all hip hop and rap and R&B. The Drowsy Chaperone, another show that sounds like it could have existed in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, sounds really, really different than Dear Evan Hansen or Six or Mean Girls. So you can get away with having a little bit more music in the contemporary world in your audition book simply because there are varying styles within and subgenres within contemporary musical theater. And because Disney was so popular and continues to be so popular, there's always a Disney show being produced, whether that's regionally or in community theater or at your high school or middle school or on Broadway. There's always a Disney show being produced somewhere because they're popular, they're written really well. So I would definitely choose a solid Disney song. And you can't go wrong with anything written by Alan Menken because he has written and composed most of the Disney shows that have been written in the past several years. And then one more subgenre to hit is that Sondheim style. So you'll want like a contemporary pop like Dear Evan Hansen or Mean Girls. You'll want a Disney song. And you'll really, really want a Sondheim song or something similar. Now, when it comes to Sondheim, you probably won't be using this particular piece super often. And the reason being is because they tend to be really specific. So if you bring in a Sondheim song to an audition, you want to make sure that whatever you're auditioning for calls for that type of song. Sondheim was one of a kind, and his music is super complex, it's very specific, it's very nuanced, and most of the musicals out there don't sound like Sondheim. Very few do. So for this piece, I'd either find a Sondheim song, or maybe a complex like Jason Robert Brown song, or even an Adam Gettle song. Something that has a little bit more depth in musicality, in melody, in rhythm. Something that is a little bit more complex than your typical contemporary musical theater piece. And if you're auditioning for a show like Les Mis or Miss Saigon or Jesus Christ Superstar or uh, Phantom of the Opera, those big, bold shows that are so different from anything else... I would get a Frank Wildhorn song or an Andrew Lloyd Webber song, something that is dramatic, has a little bit more legit influence, has a little bit more traditional sound, but isn't quite traditional. It's somewhere in the middle of contemporary and golden age. It probably was written in like the 70s or 80s. And so to recap, contemporary musical theater, you'll want a song that lends itself to contemporary pop, You'll want a song that lends itself to contemporary Disney. You'll probably want a song that lends itself to Sondheim or something more complex. And you'll need a song that has a bigger sound um, that was like post-Golden Age, but not quite contemporary. Moving on to the fabulous world of pop rock. Okay, so remember how I said at the beginning of this episode that things have changed drastically. They really have. Um, It's just within the past 10 years or so, 
Musical theater performers have been asked now to regularly sing pop songs at their auditions. Now, no, you're not going to be singing, chances are, you won't be singing a pop song for an audition for Sound of Music. However, you will be for Mean Girls, you will be for Hades Town, you will be for Six, you will be for Hamilton. All of these shows are coming out and they're super exciting and they have really awesome music in them. And their literal audition breakdowns ask performers to bring in a pop song. Now, what does that mean? Literally a song that was made popular off the radio that doesn't exist in a musical theater show. So if you don't have a pop song yet, do not freak out. Don't go crazy. Just like contemporary musical theater, there are a ton of genres in the pop world. And again, if you are looking for inspiration, Please look no further. Head on over to actoraesthetic.com slash book to grab your seat in my audition book course. You will find a ton of inspiration and a very comprehensive breakdown of the different genres of pop and contemporary and golden age. But just to give you a very basic gist, you have your 50s rock and roll, your 60s, you have Motown, disco, 70s rock, 80s rock, 80s pop, two different things by the way, 90s grunge, and your contemporary pop or rock. You also have your folk, your hip-hop, your R&B, your country. Gosh, there are so many genres I can barely keep count. So if you're stressed and like you're going to a musical theater college audition and they ask you to prepare a pop song, please just pick a song that makes you happy, that you sound good on and you love to sing. It does not matter what the genre is. But if you're going to audition for a very specific show and they ask you to bring in a pop song, what do you do? Well, this is why having an audition book is so important because you'll have songs that cover these different kinds of genres so that you won't have to learn a song last minute. So if you're auditioning for Hair, the musical, and it's like super like psychedelic 60s, 70s music, I would hope that you have that kind of song in your audition book already that you can use for other shows depending on the style of show. If you're auditioning for Hamilton, I would hope that you have a hip hop or R&B song or something that lets you rap. Um, And again, you can use that kind of song in a bunch of shows that are similar in style. That's why your audition book is so important, because at the end of the day, you want this material ready at any given moment so that you don't have to learn something super last minute specifically for the show you're auditioning for. Does that make sense? That's what I'm getting at in this episode. Having an audition book has saved my butt more times than I can count because I can't tell you how many auditions I've been to where they ask me, what else do you have in your book? Let's hear that. So if you want to build your audition book, now is your chance. You have all of the information you need to go forth and prosper. And again, if you haven't already, please check out my online course, Build Your Musical Theater Audition Book. You can check that out at actoraesthetic.com slash book. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out at maggie at actoraesthetic.com or shoot me a DM. I love you all. I hope this has been helpful and informational. I will see you next week. 